Welcome to Starry Alignment, the weekly horoscope podcast for visionary lightworkers. I am your host, Stevie Medina, aligning you with the sacred rhythm between Earth and the living sky. Hello, beautiful souls, and thank you for joining me. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. If you are returning, it's so great to have you back. So this week, we have Valentine's Day falling on this Thursday, and this holiday has evolved into being one where we often think about love, relationships, self-care, and even indulgence. And no matter if you are single or you have a partner or multiple partners, you're looking for love or you're not looking at all, I hope that this holiday reminds you of the love that you have for yourself and for life in general. Two days after Valentine's Day is also my birthday, which is really exciting to share since we are an astrological community. And it will be my solar return, which is always a fun time to assess what new things might be coming about. So to celebrate this, I am offering a reading sale right now where you can use the code LOVE, L-O-V-E, at checkout to save 25% off any of my readings from now this Monday the 10th through to February 16th at midnight. So my birthday is that February the 16th, the day that Mercury is actually gonna go retrograde. So if you're wanting a reading during Mercury retrograde to have some support in assessing things that are happening in your life, things that you may be rethinking or restructuring, or if you'd like a reading after Mercury's retrograde, as long as you purchase your reading during this window, you will save that 25% and have the chance to book with me whenever it feels right for you. So I have appointments available in March and April, and as soon as you book, you will get access to my calendar so you can choose the time that's best for you. So if you're interested in taking advantage of this sale, which will be allowing you to purchase a reading with me at one of the lowest prices that will be available for the rest of the year, then take advantage and go to starryalignment.com slash readings and use the code LOVE, L-O-V-E, before this Sunday, February 16th at midnight. So without further ado, let's get right into the horoscope. This horoscope is for February 10th through the 16th of 2020. If you are listening on the podcast and you would like some visuals, I invite you to head on over to YouTube because you'll be able to see me talking live right now. And once we dive into the charts, you'll be able to see the charts on the screen and uh, that will give you an overview of what you're seeing as we move through the weekly aspects. So if you're here on YouTube, thank you for joining me here. It's great to have you. Be sure to subscribe and leave a comment to let me know how this video resonated with you. The week begins as we come off of this super full moon in Leo that perfected on Sunday, February 9th. So 
With this, we are probably going to be starting the week processing some intense emotions or experiences that may have happened over the weekend. We also had Venus enter the sign of her detriment and conjunct Chiron, the wounded healer archetype, as of this past Friday. So over the weekend, you might have been moving through a major healing hurdle that you really should pat yourself on the back for because some of these transitions can be difficult as we recognize some of the healing potential that we have within us, which requires that we recognize where we can improve, where we can grow, and working within that. So our evolution is always a process of being challenged and stepping up to that challenge. So if you're curious to know what last week was all about and some of the evolutionary process that we've been working through, I invite you to check out last week's horoscope for the full overview. And as we move into this week, we're going to have the moon in its full phase at the very start of the week in the sign of Virgo. So the moon in Virgo will be ruled by Mercury because Mercury is the sign or the, the planet that rules this sign. And right now we have Mercury and his detriment and his fall position in the sign of Pisces in his shadow phase preparing to go retrograde this Sunday. So this energy of the moon being ruled by Mercury in the place of his detriment is going to be inviting us to be creative about things that we need to get in order on Monday. Virgo is the mutable earth sign. So it is the sign that is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication, and it naturally leads us to want to get organized and focused on details related to certain projects or aspects of our life that we need to refine or get completed in some way. Since the moon is ruled by Mercury and Mercury is in his fall this week and also preparing to station retrograde, we may need to be compassionate to ourselves if something in our process is needing some more time or a creative outlook. This week, as Mercury chases the shadow of his retrograde, which will begin on Sunday, he will be going over the same degrees that he will cross again once he is retrograde from February 16th through to March 10th. So while we move through this shadow phase from Monday through to Sunday morning, be mindful of projects and deadlines that you are projecting into the future. While Mercury is retrograde from this February 16th through to March 10th period, communications can become potentially more laborsome. It's best to reserve this time to recreate things, to rethink things, and to refine your process versus starting something completely new without much reference to a point in the past. Having that reference point to the past allows us to make a lot of progress while Mercury is retrograde. And when Mercury is retrograde, communications can tend to feel like they are slowing down. And they can also become a little bit confused or crossed up during this period. So plan ahead in a way that gives you both the space that you need to think and the support to process without too much stress 
or pressure due to deadlines. Meaning don't overbook yourself this week if you can, and especially during the retrograde itself, be mindful not to overbook or to overcommit to things, especially relating to communications or collaborative work. As we move into the day on Monday, ironically, the moon ruled by Mercury, the moon being in Virgo, is going to exactly oppose Mercury at 10.50 a.m. Eastern Time. So this opposition between the moon and Mercury is going to add a little bit of pressure and stress potentially to our morning. Important tasks that require certain details to be in order may arise or come to mind but patience will be needed to get the job done or to simply move through any resistance that you may be feeling. Allow yourself to see the bigger picture and to take your time with things this morning. As the day progresses and we move into the evening, our ability to see the bigger picture will get easier as the moon builds in a trine to Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto in Capricorn. At around 8 p.m. Eastern Time, the trying to Jupiter will perfect and invite us to be adventurous as we consider the next practical steps for where we are in our lives. The moon's applying trying to Saturn will make it an evening that is quite productive and our ability to focus, direct our attention, and perform will be at its best if we can consciously focus our will on what it is that we want. Avoid being hard on yourself about how far away you may feel from your dream. Define what hard work may need to get done and aim to complete it within a reasonable time frame, starting with your action in the now. That can really help to reduce stress and the illusion that you need to get everything done you know, that day or that evening. The moon will also be building in an opposition to Neptune in Pisces, which will perfect at around 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Monday night. And this will really add to our desire to unplug from life stressors as we move into the late evening on Monday. On Tuesday, as we rise to start our day, the moon will continue in its full moon phase, helping us to release what no longer is serving us so that it can be alchemized. Full moons illuminate our highest truths. They act as sacred mirrors for us to see who we are becoming, and in the process of becoming, there is an equal balance of releasing and receiving. Be prepared to receive abundantly as you consciously choose what it is that you are ready to let go of. This theme will especially ring true on Tuesday morning as the moon in Virgo perfectly trines Pluto and Capricorn at around 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. This will amplify the potential for us to be met with some deep, hidden truths that we've been needing to face and heal with. Be patient with yourself as you explore any dark feelings that may come up. They are yours to process and alchemize. 
as the day progresses, that productive energy that I was telling you about on Monday night will intensify as the moon builds in a trine to Saturn and Capricorn, which will perfect at around 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This trine will be helpful if you need to be focused at work and make substantial progress with a project. The moon will also be squaring Mars in Sagittarius, which will perfect at around 1.25 p.m. Eastern Time. So with this, be sure to be mindful of your speed throughout your workday. Take your time and remember to pause and to stretch and to breathe when you may be feeling overly stressed. Scheduling in time for some movement can really help to reduce the feeling of pressure and of strain. Avoid making rash decisions and being aggressive when patience or compassion may be what is really needed within a given situation. After this square from the moon to Mars at 1.25 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon will go void, of course, until 6.37 p.m. Eastern Time when the moon enters the sign of Libra. So during this five-hour window from 1.25 until about 6.35 p.m. Eastern Time when the moon is void, it's best to work on things that require your attention and your focus rather than the contribution or the input of another because during these void periods it is often a time when we are most productive working alone or just taking time to meditate to rest and um, move at the pace that is comfortable for us so once the moon shifts into libra uh, just before 7 p.m. Eastern Time, our focus will begin to shift towards our relationships. The moon will be ruled by Venus because the sign of Libra is ruled by Venus. And Venus in the sky is right now in the sign of Aries, conjunct Chiron. So any interactions that you might have with people on Tuesday evening may be particularly spicy or exciting. Welcome the healing potential that new adventures in relationships, money aspects, and projects have to bring. Avoid diving into conflict overnight with yourself or other people as the moon opposes Venus and Aries. Let there be space in relationships if that is what is needed. On Wednesday, we will wake up and the moon will have shifted into its waning gibbous phase. And during this waning gibbous phase, we are out of the full peak illumination of that full moon period and we begin to move into more of a yin energy. This phase is one that is very feminine and very passive. And it is actually during this phase that the peak energy of the full moon and the lessons that it gave us and it brought to us begin to manifest and we begin to really receive what it is that the fruits of our labor since the beginning of this lunar cycle really want us to taste. So it is during this phase that we can really allow ourselves to recognize what it is that we are grateful for. 
And we can also allow ourselves to trust in the process of receiving after having reflected and let go of whatever it was that wasn't serving us to create space for the new and amazing opportunities that we now have space to receive. So as we move into the day on Wednesday, the moon will be in the sign of Libra and it will be opposing Venus. Um, right at the start of the day, that opposition to Venus will perfect at 3.06 a.m. Eastern Time. So most of us on the East Coast, at least in the U.S., we're going to be waking up from this opposition. So again, it can be really helpful to just avoid coming into conflict with people or even yourself, especially at the start of the day. And there may be some opinions and perspectives that we are made aware of. And to really navigate this with ease, it's best to recognize what is true to your own inner compass and to make sure that you are standing firm in who you are versus who someone else might be and how you can lead yourself on your own path of freedom, your own path of independence by recognizing the diversity of everyone and how there is balance by allowing there to be this understanding of different perspectives. As we move through the rest of the day, the moon will be building in a trine towards the sun in the fixed air sign of Aquarius. So this day on Wednesday is bound to feel somewhat light and airy as the moon moves through the cardinal air sign of Libra. Intellectual tasks can be done with greater ease with these aspects at play. Notice what you feel called to do to create balance for yourself when thinking about the present and the future. Lean towards what will ultimately create harmony and use your intuition to guide you to see your artistic spin on things and how using that artistic spin with confidence is where the magic within you truly lies. As the day progresses, the moon will square Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto in Capricorn. And from this, you may need to pace yourself with the completion of tasks that you are committing yourself to. It's really going to be helpful as the moon squares Jupiter perfectly at around 9 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday night to simplify their, your processes as much as possible so as not to overextend yourself in any way possible. On Thursday, the day begins with the waning gibbous moon squaring Pluto and Capricorn, which will encourage us to take action on what will ultimately lead us to a great transformation. Dark truths may again need to be faced, but this time you may want to soothe whatever comes up with action of some kind, whether that's through movement, through mantra, or through thought. Allow the energy of flow wherever it may be feeling stuck to inspire you. The Libra moon's trine to the sun in Aquarius will perfect at around 10.20 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday. 
and this will likely lighten our spirits greatly on Thursday morning. So long as you can let go of any delays that may be happening in projects that you care the most about. The moon square to Saturn in Capricorn, which will perfect at 1.45 p.m. Eastern time, will slow down our practical progress a bit and invite us to be patient to see the results that we know are on the horizon. At 4.40 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will perfectly sextile Mars in Sagittarius, making it an afternoon where adventure may take center stage in some of our lives. Thursday is likely to be a busy, action-packed day until about 5 p.m. Eastern time when things may feel as though they are slowing down again. While the moon is void of course, from 4.40 until 7.30 p.m. Eastern time once the moon moves into the sign of Scorpio. So after the moon perfectly sextiles Mars at 4.40, it will go void of course until 7.30 when the moon moves into Scorpio. So during that three-hour void of course period, you might notice that there's a slowing of the pace of things. And if you can, use that time to reserve your energy, to turn inward, and to restore yourself for the shift that you'll feel towards the end of the evening. So at around 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will move into the sign of Scorpio. And this will have our focus moving towards how we can express our passion in maybe a more courageous and deeply healing way. The evening might end in a way that is somewhat unexpected or maybe even potentially uh, exciting or anxiety provoking because the moon is going to be exactly opposite Uranus and Taurus. This opposition will perfect at around 1 a.m. on Friday morning, so you may find that you're doing something out of the norm or you're processing something that's innovative or different. And with that, see how you can be open to the possibilities of what is on the other side of that realization. On Friday, the moon will be in its waning gibbous phase in the introspective, observant, and curious sign of Scorpio. Many of us will be inspired to really feel what exists and what is, what is there for us beneath the surface. There may be some beautiful external reflections of this for you within your environment on Friday um, because we're going to have the ruler of the moon uh, in Scorpio, which is Mars sextiling the sun in Aquarius. And so there may be this desire for us to really explore innovative territory on Friday. You may be curious to expand your horizons in some way and see the world from a more expansive and optimistic point of view. There may be a desire to be alone as you do some of this investigative and expansive work. As we move through the rest of the day, we're gonna be definitely feeling a relief of pressure as the moon in Scorpio trines Mercury in Pisces perfectly at 4.42 p.m. Eastern time. So throughout the morning and as we move through this day on Friday, our thoughts will be flowing quite smoothly and there will be this natural creative energy for us to process our emotions and to dig deep to discover truths that may have been hidden from us 
or truths that we simply just didn't see before. You might want to pay attention to what comes up during this day on Friday because the trine can between the moon and Mercury can help to clarify anything that might have been feeling confusing or intimidating over the last couple days or weeks. This information might also be useful for you once Mercury's retrograde, which is sort of interesting to consider. And as the day continues on Friday, the moon will perfectly sextile Jupiter and Capricorn and begin to apply in a sextile to Saturn and Pluto at around 11.51 p.m. Eastern Time. So with this, there will be an increased desire and even, and even more enthusiasm for adventure, fantasy, and entertainment as the moon makes this perfect sextile to Jupiter just before midnight. The moon will also be perfectly trining Neptune and Pisces as well on Friday night, and this aspect will perfect at around 1.25 a.m. Eastern Time. So from the sextile to Jupiter and the trine to Neptune on Friday, you might enjoy a really fun night out on the town. You might want to escape by watching a movie or reading a book or simply by getting a good night's rest to have fun with these aspects in your dream. What's really good to know is that this energy is quite positive and uplifting, so I hope that you find a way to enjoy it. On Saturday, the moon will continue in the sign of Scorpio, and it will be coming off of its trine to Neptune and Pisces. So you may be waking up feeling inspired by whatever fantasies may have come to life or dreams that you may have had overnight. As the day progresses, the moon will perfectly sextile Pluto in Capricorn at 12.20 p.m. Eastern Time. And through this, there may be some healing around some of those deep, dark truths that you've been wrestling with during the week, especially when the moon was squaring Pluto. As the moon begins to sextile Pluto in the sign of Scorpio, there will be a sense of relief and harmony that you might find with things that have been feeling maybe overwhelming or um, having you process grief or having you process shame or, or anything that um, connects to the energy of that um, darker shade of us. So as we move through Saturday and we work through this sextile from the moon to Pluto, I think that we'll be feeling quite liberated and um, powerful uh, in our way. By about 5.30 p.m., the moon will perfectly square the sun, bringing us to the last quarter phase of the moon. And from this, we'll be initiated back into a more yang expression where we are in the process of taking what's manifested and allowing it to transform who we are becoming. So there is a, there's this process of cultivating something new out of what it is that we've received. And so in this process, we are also in a state of maybe even wanting to give back in some way. So with this square to the moon, especially in the evening on Saturday night, this is going to add to the energy of wanting to take action in some capacity. 
there may be a lot of passion that's running high since Scorpio is the fixed water sign, the sign that rules our emotions. And so it may be helpful to pick your battles and to recognize how you can best utilize your energy for long-term sustainability when you are uh, working with this last quarter moon energy. I mentioned the long-term sustainability aspect as well because just after the moon perfectly squares the sun, it's also going to perfectly sextile Saturn at 5.19 p.m. Eastern time. So these aspects are literally separate by just two minutes. And the sextile from the Scorpio moon to Saturn and Capricorn will amplify the desire for us to be productive in some way and to exert our energy. This is a very powerful opportunity to work on tasks that require research or courage on some level. After the moon perfectly sextile Saturn at around 5.20 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, it will go void of course until 11.06 p.m. Eastern time. So during that period from 5.20 until about 11 p.m., we're going to be in that void energy of the moon, which does, again, slow down our process and allow us to uh, maybe take a break or um, a breath in our way. So once we have the moon shift into the sign of Sagittarius, uh, just after 11 p.m. Eastern time, the moon will begin to trine Chiron. So with this and the moon's transition into the mutable fire sign ruled by Jupiter, there may be a desire to be in a way that is productive and deeply grounding. And there may be some healing that just naturally starts to unfold. There may be parts of yourself that you start to realize you have always been uh, intuitive about and uh, aware of that um, will just start to be shown to you in ways that feel auspicious and synchronistic. So there may be some uh, signs that come to you as the moon trines Chiron overnight, whether it's in your dreams or through some sort of interaction that invites you to heal um, through a way that is just natural to you. And finally, on Sunday, we have two very fun aspects to talk about. Right at the start of the day, um, Mars is going to move into the sign of its exaltation uh, until March 31st at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. So Mars is going to enter Capricorn right at the start of the day on Sunday. And this is the sign that Mars is thought to be quite productive um, because it is the sign of his exaltation. Mars will also be joining Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto in Capricorn. So it's going to definitely add to the emphasis that we've been having in this sign of Capricorn. So anything that is requiring a new structure, a new foundation is going to be amplified and um, supported while we have Mars moving through the sign of Capricorn from February 16th through to March 31st. So this energy will have us feeling very productive, determined, focused on taking action that will support our long-term plans. 
The only downfall that I see with Mars in this sign is potentially passive aggressiveness and the desire to be overly controlling and restrictive. So we'll really want to help have ourselves find balance with this Capricorn energy and all of these planets in Capricorn now ruled by Saturn and Saturn in his home sign in Capricorn right now. So during this transit, if you manage your time well, then you can get so much done with precision and expertise that will last a very long time. It's important to be mindful of those restrictions because sometimes boundaries are needed. A container is needed in order for something to grow, but you want to make sure that you're not, um, you know, overly controlling that process. We're likely to learn a lot of things and be driven to expand our horizons as Mars passes over Jupiter in the next month. So you may be connected to new students or new teachers during this time that support your long-term vision. You might also be maturing in some way and working through some deep shadow patterns um, that we'll be so proud that we are recognizing as Mars crosses over Saturn and Pluto later this month. So we can anticipate that as Mars is moving through the sign of Capricorn, that we are going to need to be working with the archetypes of Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto as Mars, which is a much faster moving planet, crosses over these planets over the next couple of weeks. Um, and another aspect that Mars will be making is a square to Chiron. As soon as Mars enters the sign, and especially for the next week or so, we're going to be feeling that the work that we're doing is going to require us to move through some uncomfortable feelings, some uncomfortable truths that we need to allow ourselves to become more comfortable with so that we can improve our emotional and even physical elasticity. As we move through the day on Sunday, the moon in Sagittarius, which is a mutable fire sign ruled by Jupiter, um, so it is very optimistic, very jubilant, very free-spirited and adventurous, is going to trine Venus in Aries at 6.05 p.m. Eastern Time. So with this trine from the moon to Venus in, this, in these fire signs, we are going to be really feeling the love in the air. It's a time for play and for passion, and you're going to be feeling a fiery connection, whether that's just within yourself or with people around you. So take advantage of this harmonious energy where you might be feeling inspired by other people's independence or charisma, and the desire for adventure and intimacy in some way on Sunday night. Mercury is going to station retrograde at 7.54 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday night until March 10th. So again, at the start of the podcast, we talked a little bit about Mercury retrograde, but during this Mercury retrograde time, because we have Mercury in his fall and his detriment in the sign of Pisces, this Mercury retrograde is going to require us to be creative and compassionate with our mental processes on a whole new level. When Mercury's retrograde, which happens three times a year, the planet is 
crossing over the same degrees three times as it goes backward in the sky and traces its steps and then turns direct and, and traces its retrograde steps again until it's out of that window. So it is during this back and forth energy that the archetype of Mercury, our, which connects to our mind and our communication, even commerce and trade, uh, these concepts, these associations to Mercury begin to change and be reconsidered um, metaphorically as Mercury is crossing over a space where it already was. So when we have Mercury retrograde periods, it's really helpful to give yourself the time and space that you need to consider how you want to potentially reshape things or redesign things. It's a really good time to clean up your files or to edit a project or to um, redesign something that you've already created so that you can have a connection to something in the past and build off of that in some way. Um, starting brand new things uh, during Mercury Retrograde can be more challenging than some of us may enjoy. So if you can, um, allow this time to be a period of refinement and of restoration of values that um, you really care about in terms of your communication. Um, practically speaking, it's a really good time to double check messages before you send them or social media posts before you schedule them um, or emails before you send them just to make sure that the communications that you're putting out are delivering the message that you intend. What's really interesting is that on the evening of this Mercury stationing retrograde, we are going to have the moon in Sagittarius perfectly squaring Mercury. And this square will occur around 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So especially on Sunday night, you'll wanna be careful with your words. As the moon squares Mercury, who will now be retrograde as of 10, 10 p.m. Eastern time. So you'll want to take your time with your communications and really not force them. Nonverbal communication may be the way to go in some situations or just allowing your mind to relax instead of finding things to fight about or nitpick or feel frustrated about. Mercury is going to be just five degrees away from Neptune when he stations retrograde. So fantasies are something that we are likely going to be exploring during this retrograde. And so if there are certain things that um, you're feeling unclear about in terms of what is a dream that is attainable and what is a dream that is just a pure fantasy, it can be very empowering to just give yourself the space to see your way through this retrograde to really find an answer to that question. The moon is going to be in this trine to Venus as well, although the aspect will be separating as we get into the late evening, but I do think that the, the, the trine to Venus from the moon is going to inspire us to see the beauty in our connections, in our relationships, in our most dearest projects that we're working on, and to be patient with 
the introspective process that this Mercury retrograde is going to take us on. Mercury retrograde happens three times a year, and it is one of the most powerful windows of time that we have to take our time in reassessing where we are, maybe reviewing some plans or allowing ourselves to rethink where we're going. And so this is a really potent time to work with an astrologer to see where Mercury's falling in your chart, as well as how it's affecting other areas of your chart and of your life. So that as you are making these adjustments and rethinking through all these aspects of your life, you can see the bigger picture. So if you're interested in getting a reading with an astrologer, then I'm so happy to be of service to you, whether that's during that ret this retrograde period or after. And lucky enough for all of us, we get to meet during this promotional period where you can use the code LOVE, L-O-V-E, at checkout at staralignment.com slash readings this week only. So if you would like to take advantage, be sure to check out the link in the description and purchase your reading before Sunday, February 16th. It's time for the rune of the week. Runes are an alphabetic script derived from Germanic and Norse culture. They are symbols that contain deep meaning and have been used as an oracle for thousands of years. My mother passed this tradition of reading runes to me, and I am so honored to share it with you now. The rune of the week is Othelia. And this rune is a symbol of prosperity, grief, and separation. So it's really interesting to think about how we prosper from grief, loss, and separation. It is through letting ourselves release our attachment to certain things that we create space for new prosperous things to come into our life so as we go through this week and we are coming off of the culmination of the leo super full moon that we had um perfect this last sunday we are going through this phase of allowing ourselves to release whatever we don't need anymore as the moon wanes and gracefully at inches towards the darkness so as you move through this week see what you can do to embrace any of the grief that you might be processing with some of these aspects including mercury retrograde that we are about to move through and see if you can turn the lens to recognize how you are actually going to prosper as you move through the process of separating yourself from certain attachments and allowing yourself to become more free, more open to what is out there for you as we move into the energy of releasing and having gratitude for what is here now.
Thank you for listening to this week's horoscope. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave a rating, a comment, share on social media. All of these ways of sharing really makes a big difference and I so, so appreciate it. If you're interested in getting a reading with me, this is one of the best times to book a reading at the lowest price that you're able to this year in 2020. Use the code LOVE at checkout and save 25% at staryalignment.com slash readings. May you live in alignment now and always.